recording. Welcome. Yo, are we recording it? The Lawn Boys After Dark. During the day. During the day, we are the boys of the lawn. But at night, and we go inside and become the Dak Boys. Ooh, Ooh, nice. Yes, we did. We did have some dick times. That's right. We did have some dick times for sure. Yeah, we definitely spent a lot of time <laughs> in the dick. Times. It was the <laughs> dick of times. It was guys, the dick of times. It guys, the stop talking. You're not saying deck. You're saying duck. What are you talking about? And if you didn't know, the five D's of five D's of dodgeball: dip, duck, dive, dodge, duck, dip, dive. <laughs> All right. We're going to get a new I'm joined by George, Ian, and John today, like every other time. Uh, we'll start no with a little going. Would You Rather. Would you rather never be stuck in traffic again or never have the common cold slash flu again? Oh, uh, shit. Okay, I can answer this one, and I it's based on an experience I had. This weekend, because I got stuck in traffic on the way home from a track meet. I was at a track meet until like 10 p.m. In on Dallas. Friday. <laughs> no, it was, it was in Houston. But then I was like, I was like, oh, finally going home. And I live 15 minutes away from the school when we drove the bus back. But then the highway was closed. The entire highway was closed for why. For, uh, because they're working on an intersection, on the highway intersection. So, like, at night, they close it. And it had just really? been late enough. Yeah, so all the cars had to get off on this one exit. So the whole highway was, like, Trying to get stopped. Off exit. The whole highway was stopped. And it was, like, I literally wouldn't move for, like, 10 minutes. It took me an hour to get home and should have taken, like, 10 minutes. Ugh. Dude, but... I forgot, like, I haven't been in stop traffic in a long time. It's kind of, like, anxiety-inducing. Like, you're so... You can't do anything. You can't move. It's kind of freaky. You're just, like, stuck. It's so annoying. So I would pick... And I don't really get sick that often, so I would pick never getting stuck in traffic. Huh. Huh. I would definitely pick the comments. I hate... Sometimes, do you guys ever think, like, when I'm feeling good, I'm like, I have a thought, like, oh, my body feels perfect right now. Like, nothing hurts. I feel, like, completely, like, not stuffed up. Do you guys ever think about that? I think about your body a lot. <laughs> but I hate being sick. I hate, I hate when something that I can't control, I guess you can control a little bit, but stops me from my everyday life. Or, like, something I have planned just like makes everything throughout the day worse mm-hmm. definitely so that's what i would do I'm i just yeah but you uh tallest one what was the question sorry i just i was playing some tony hawk's pro skater and it was the, uh, my only remaining thing to finish tony hawk's pro skater one was get a six score in the streets of san francisco and i was at two hundred and fifty thousand. i had 30 seconds left to get 250,000 and I just fucking nailed it. So I was not focused on the pod at all. What were we talking about? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's understandable. Uh, <laughs> We've was, all been there, brother. Don't worry. 
Would you rather never be stuck in traffic again, traffic again, or never have the common cold slash flu again? Oh, I'd never be have the common cold slash flu again. Easy. It it isn't it so nice. Yeah, I first of all I don't drive, but also isn't it so nice when you like were sick and then that first breath where you don't have anything clogging up. Oh, imagine you experience that joy again if you never no sick again. I would not, and that'd be a sacrifice that I'm willing to to make. <laughs> That's very brave of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I worked really hard on it. I was still talking about the skater show or whatever that bullshit game you're playing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll beat you up. Are you still uh, talking to the skater boy? John, you got TV on in the background again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm watching golf. Um, yeah, I would probably do I traffic. Can... I don't know. I, I can take being cold, you know, having symptoms and stuff traffic yeah i think i think it just depends on how often it happens to you like i never really get sick but i do get in traffic george do you remember our first year when there was a ton of traffic like going first to school year i don't school? know i remember like just drinking milk and like, crying and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you mean going to school uh yeah kind of yeah well, it's I, sometimes like I was that again. Afraid of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> on who's Dude, driving. I started to derail Sig, but you know it's me. Um, do you ever listen to the Moth? Have I told you guys about this? The Moth Radio. Do you guys ever listen to that NPR? You, you literally talked about last episode. You literally <laughs> talked about it last episode. Remember. You said the same thing. You, you guys said the Moth podcast. The Moth. It's called the Moth. <laughs> I did not do this. You said the exact same words. Play clip. And I, and I told you guys I want to tell the story. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you want to tell the story of us on the yeah in the river. It's just my favorite story. Um, John, you'll story. like this though. Uh, some of my grad school friends listened to the last episode, and they were all like, "Ian, I can't believe you've never heard of the Moth. You got to check it out. It's such a great podcast. You would love it, Ian." Well, I'm gonna check it out. Maybe because of you. Well, I've gotten really into it recently. Like, I'm kind of obsessed where I have a problem now. Now you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's only one of your problems. <laughs> it sounded like you were scarfing down a sandwich or something. I'm scarfing down chicken and broccoli right now. There we go. Ooh. A little 3 p.m. meal. All right, sorry, Sig. You talk now, I guess. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's really kind of you to offer. Um, my question is, the next question, is when do you <laughs> fill up your gas tank? Like, how low does it? Oh, it shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Such an insane reaction to that question, John. <laughs> I just have I some... Cr- All right, you go. I let it go to the gas when the gaslight. Oh shit! Oh shit! Fucking! Oh shit! What the fuck? What the fuck? Ian, supposed to be here. What the fuck? Clown car. George. Was it clown computer? George. Yeah. Do you uh have like one that tells you how many miles left, or is it all just? Online. No, it's just an old-fashioned bar. You have to read. 
old fashioned bar. We're talking about going to the bar now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You drink old fashions when I'm driving. <laughs> when I get sad about being in traffic, <laughs> you just <laughs> make yourself an old fashioned in the car. Yeah. Most people keep like pens and stuff in their glove box, but George keeps the ingredients for an old fashioned. Yeah, to get <laughs> cherries and orange, and <laughs> sugar packets. <laughs> He has, like a, he has like a, he has like yeah, he's, he has an ice pack in there to keep it all cold. <laughs> just get, go around the corner. There's a bunch of cars. Oh yeah, I saw, I saw your car was on that Pimp My Ride episode, and they put a, a freezer in your in your glove box. I'm surprised that they were able to air it because you can't do that legally. Did a lot of things that I don't think were road legal. Um, okay, well, I have one of the things that say, like, what thing you're at. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, it says, like, how many miles left, and I'll let that thing go down to single digits. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's been multiple times and I'm that I've rolled into a gas station when it says zero miles left. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Single digits is nuts. I've gotten to 10, the 10 miles left notification on my car. I was waiting yeah. out. I was like, I got a f- like nearest gas station. Like, and I, I, it, I, is, you- it is such an uneasy feeling. Like the, I'll, I'll do it on road trips. Cause I want to make sure I like extend <sighs> least amount of stops. And I will, like, okay, can I get to the next gas station? I'll be at, like, 17. I'll be like, there's got to be one in the next 17 That's miles. That's crazy, because you're not And then there isn't one, or your gas starts going down faster than how many miles you're driving for some reason. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know where. And then I get nervous. But, but you know, just, it, it makes you realize that when you're on road trips that those numbers are, like, they're, like, they give you some They're cushion. very... Yes, because I've been they, on, I've been on empty zero and driven another like twenty miles wow. on a road trip. Because yeah, you know I, when the gas light first comes on, then sometimes it goes off again, and you're like, "Oh, I got more extra gas." Uh, now my car is <laughs> like forty miles left. Maybe it's just because my car is kind of shittier. That is a piece of shit. You do have a shitty car. I've always wondered how much cushion. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> Um, back when i did drive i would just go like as soon as the light went off i would just next gas station that's what i do i let it get down to like 30 if i'm on a road trip because i'm like oh it went off i'll just go another 10 miles until i see the next gas station wow this is most fuel our most another fifty to seventy five miles you can do. That's probably just fucked up. My older brother said his friends like abuses it so much that he'll start driving until he can't go full like the speed limit on the highway. Like there's not enough gas. Like no. he'll, how does he'll that start work? dropping below? What? Does that actually work? Is that how cars I think, work? I think that actually happens. Yeah. What, what the fuck? I thought it just wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. No. That's a different level. That's that's beyond. That's what crazy. That's like messing. That's like that messing with time. That's like that's like fucked up, man. Like that's like I, breaking the laws of nature. Like we need yeah. to talk to someone about this. But that's that's seriously messed up. Yeah. Does he need to see a doctor? 
Mm-hmm. Has he been uh, officially diagnosed with anything? <laughs> yeah. Like crazy person disorder? Mm-hmm. Would you rather never have crazy person disorder again? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather never John have John's like, window. <laughs> or live recklessly with your gas? Ian, do you ever miss having a car? No. Because then whenever I'm in like an Uber or something and we're just stuck in traffic and I just see people on bikes or walking just walk right past, I'm like, yeah, this is this is this is the move. This is the way. Ian, do you still are you still a scooter guy? I do love a good scooter every once in a while, that's for sure. I fuck Mm. with scooters hardcore. Do you still bike to work every day? Not every day. I've been bad about it. I need to like. What are you doing? Just Ubering? Like, to, yeah, just Ubering, and then I'll I'll walk back since it's so nice. Yeah. Um, but since I'm in this intramural volleyball league, which is hella fun. Nice. I am too. Play, I like, play tonight. Ooh, hell yeah! I play tomorrow. You guys are playing each other. Yeah. How the fun would that difference. be? That's true. I will play at the same time, but because of time zones, we could be in the same game. True. That's how time zones that. works, right? Really good point. Yeah, that, that is how time zones works. That's a really good point, Sig. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, I will move on to my final um, thing, and then we'll just end the podcast after that. Um, okay. I'm ready. However, this is also much shorter than last week's episode. It is a it's a game, (laughs) so it's gonna take a bit. I was just messing with you guys. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you got me! You You fucking jokester, you! Holy crap! (laughs) (laughs) All right, welcome to. I don't have those. I don't have the sound effects. I need to update my Discord. Common phrases. So I'm going to, I have a list yes. of common phrases and their I was origins. doing a common phrase, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I have a list of common phrases and their origins. I'll give you the common phrase, and you guys will guess what the origins could be, and I'll just reward points on who's closest. <laughs> oh, wait, this is so fun. Yeah. This is fun. This will be good. All right. Sigmund, great. Did you just think oh, of this yeah. yourself, Sigmund? I did. I had it in my notes for a while. Like it came to me, and I was like, "Oh, that would be a good pod. I'm gonna stick that." <laughs> you woke up at three a.m. Like sat up <laughs> in bed, gasped. Just woke up. Turn. I have like a, a journal next blood. to my bed filled with ideas. <laughs> Rochelle is like <laughs> honey, another honey, one. Another one. Honey. Roman The light bulb turns on by my bedside, and I wake up. We all knew you were the most committed to the podcast, but you're really taking it to a new level. What? John is the most committed, I think. I don't think I've won a podcast in years. (laughs) Not this year. Uh, Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't even show up. (laughs) What? That's also true. Ian, Ian, we we have to hear me right now. (laughs) Where'd John go, guys? This is all I hear. All right. Um, First common phrase is get on a soapbox. 
So we're guessing where this is from. Yeah. Or like I have an answer. Do I just shout it out? So maybe. Yeah, go ahead, Ian. We could text. Oh, we could text okay. you answers. Hold on. Should we text you answers? Do you read them out? What we said? Sure. No, I think I'm, we need to say it. I might take. I think bit. we should yeah. say it. Yeah. It'd be um, a little. This, yeah. This came from back in the old times when there was like a town crier or whatever who would like make announcements instead of instead of like having like NBC News or whatever. There would just be some dude on the street uh shouting the news and then in order to like be seen better he would stand up on something and this was commonly some sort of crate of some kind or something along those lines and so that's where the phrase getting on your soapbox comes from you're a fucking lying <laughs> you're you're a bitch john i'm gonna murder you in real life i think it comes from the local high school religion class that's a really good point. Uh, any further explanation on that? Uh, <laughs> Am I close? Do you need me expand or what do you need? He's like, I, I asked it. for an explanation. You know, what, what, what are you confused about? It's the local high school. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Explanatory. George, do you have anything to contribute? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, I think, I think it's soapbox because uh, like the phrase soapbox car is also a thing. So I'm assuming. Like, Mm. Back in the day, mm. soap was delivered in like crates, and that was how people people would Ooh. use that. With, but also, George. getting your soapbox kind of it's not just talking to a lot of people, but also kind of like reaching to them. So I'm gonna say that people would use the soapboxes and stand on them in like a crowded place to try and like preach to the people. So kind of a oh. religion class, honestly. <laughs> yeah. You said it's kind of like a combination of me and John's. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay. Basically. <laughs> it sounds like George just isn't unique and doesn't know how to come up with his own ideas, so he steals people's other's ideas. Also known as plagiarism. Damn, that's a good point. That this is going to get a little bit wonky. Um, <laughs> I'm, I think I'm going to give two points to George. What? You're giving points? Nice. You're gonna give one I point like this to point Ian. system. And John, because you refused <laughs> Three to expand, John. you're not getting anything. <laughs> Maybe if you had expanded on that. No <laughs> way! Okay, so this is the origin that I have. The soapbox that people mount when they get on a soapbox is actually a soapbox, as George pointed out. Um, it's one of oh, the cool. crate that used to hold shipments of soap in the late 1800s. No way! Would-be motivators of crowds would use them to stand on as makeshift podiums to make proclamations, speeches, or sales pitches. So I think that's also kind of what um, George was saying. The soapbox then became a metaphor for spontaneous speech-making or going, getting on a roll about a favorite topic. Ian! Or George, you were crazy close. Yeah, you Ian, were. I think try, Ian, buddy. Ian, you know, I was. I was also very close. You don't. You stuff said religion is, class. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let him point. keep reading, and I'll be right. Uh, yeah. Let him keep reading, and then ultimately, this became a huge facet of high school <laughs> religion <laughs> class. Um, and prior to that, on the it PCT, was that is the Pacific Coast High. Oh, sorry, PC. Yeah. <laughs> The next. I love the PCT. It's my favorite part of the highway. <laughs> the next. Your friends will love that one, Ian. Next common phrase goes hand in hand with John. Tomfoolery. Ooh. 
Let's switch order. Or actually, man, yeah. wait, first yeah, I'll do it. How sick! Like, what a jokester that the first guy named Tom must have been to get this shit named after him. Good for him. Tom Fuller. There must have been some guy named Tom who was just so. Foolish. Yeah, there must have just been some dude named Tom who was the biggest fucking prankster in all the land. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. I don't know. I I might just be like completely doing something different. But I know that, like, the phrase hooligan is based on, like, like anti-Irish racism because, like, it kind of sounds like an Irish last name if you're a ho- mm. hooligan. So I think maybe, I think maybe Tom Foolery is in that same category, like, like some kind of 1700s, 1800s anti-Irish sentiment. But I don't know. I could be way off. Tom Foolery, do you have a guess? I think Tom Foolery. So I'm starting the laundry. Um, uh, John can never just be doing the only the podcast. I know my ADD brain doesn't let me. I need to always be doing other stuff. I am also playing Minecraft right now. So <laughs> you switch games. Okay, now I think Tom Foolery was a person. His name was Tom, and he was a local legend for just being a fool. So everybody's saying, oh, you're tomfoolery today. John doesn't even know the way to use the phrase today. <laughs> you're such a tomfoolery. You are a tomfoolery. So tomfoolery, much in the way. Wait, 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 wait Ian go. They did. Yes. They did. No, no I didn't. didn't. I was just, that was just a bit. Oh, you. I wasn't that wasn't my actual guess. <laughs> what? It's pretty much exactly John's guess that there was an actual guy named Tom who was a fool. No way. No, my my was that was that right? No. I'm just saying, like, that's what you said the first time. Yeah, I said that I was just like making a joke. Like how there was it was I was being a tomfoolery today. <laughs> my real guess is that there was a uh like a, you know, like the court jester. Are you gonna answer? There was, you a, there was Minecrafting a named, baby named Tom, and he was so good at it. But it wasn't just like some dude being an idiot or like, like dicking around. It was a famous, like, well-respected court jester. So I think that Tom Foolery was. It started off as a term of endearment. Ooh. Like, oh, you're doing such a good job. You're doing Tom Foolery. Mm. That's what I think it started as. You said he wasn't just dicking around because tomfoolery, much in the same way as the names in the expression Tom, Dick, and Harry, are used to mean some generic guys. Tom Fool was the generic fool. The added implication that he's an absurd one. So the word tomfoolery suggests an incidence of foolishness that went a bit beyond mere foolery. Oh wow! Uh, so it, it Does is anyone get points for that? I don't think anyone came close. You know, you guys all kind of went for specifics. Um, what a terrible time to be us. Um, <laughs> well, George. Yeah, George was kind of out of pocket there. That was kind of fucked up. Yeah, George, that was. And I know you believe that too. That's just—it's just because it's, just it's what I tell myself all the time, you know. <laughs> Why? Famously anti-Irish, so it, it makes sense. 
I just hate those people. George, what do you think of people with red hair, though? And ham me down robes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're no good. <laughs> <laughs> those random ass sounds. Do, 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 do. All right, next one, Seggy Pie. Um, the next one is Run of the Mill. Run of the Mill. Ooh. What does that mean now? It means like, like ordinary. Yeah, like a run of the mill. Like 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 yeah, run of the mill question. It's like John. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say run of the mill. It's like an old farming phrase that they would describe like uh, all the local farmers or a farmer boy. Oh, he's just a run of the mill. Mm. That's what I'm going to go with. I have decided, yes. Mm-hmm. John said that, he thought about it, and then he decided, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so you think it was like mm-hmm. farming mills? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Was that the farmer? Oh. <laughs> I'm embodied. They, it was a way to describe people who were from... Like, uh, like the type of people who are from farms, they, or like kids, they were like a run of the mill. Uh, go and run. To that's the actually really. That's a really good guess, John. Oh my god, are you being for yeah. realsies? Honestly, I kind of, I kind of want to change what I was thinking to that, but I guess I can't. Yeah, no, because I'm just I'm a run of the mill, brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, brother. Again, you I misused the current use of the phrase. Man, I'm but... just a run of the mill. What can I say? Hey, I'm extraordinary because I'm running the mill. <laughs> uh, I think it started as a cooking term. Uh, and when they were talking about, like, oh, what type of bread is this? Like, oh, it's nothing special. It's no ciabatta or anything. It's just, you know, it's, a, it's just the run of the mill. It's just how the mill goes. Uh, what is mill? That's what another great question. That's another great guess. What Thank is you. mill? Especially because of how much you understand mill. What is mill? Yeah, I really know what a mill is. That's for sure. Based on my guess, it's clear to see that I know what a mill is. <laughs> like, I have three mill? <laughs> <laughs> like one mill, two mill, three mill? Red mill, blue mill? <laughs> um, I am mill. I'm... I'm going to guess that it's not about the people running the mill or the product of the mill, but rather just like, you know, in extraordinary circumstances, the mill is broken or it's not running, but just like in an, on an average day, you know, it's just your run of the mill mm. day. We're just running the mill. We're milling mm. flour, Ooh, you know? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So it's just like, mm. it means business as usual. Mm. Because it's like, yeah, run of the mm. mill. Mm. Yeah, the mill's running. The mill's mm. going right now. The mill is going. Um. So for that round, I don't think anyone came very close. So it comes actually not from a a grain mill, but from textiles. And during that time, there was also common phrases such as run of the kiln, run of the, uh, I think, mine or something like that. Where basically it's like... No, there uh, wasn't. Where it's like... what. Un, it was just manufactured goods before they had like the um, 
the finishing touches on them, so they looked very plain and uniform. Oh. Wow. Wow. That'd be like, you know, if someone was like, oh, George, that's a really great, like, bowl you made there in pottery class. And I'd just be like, it's just running to the kiln, yep. brother. It, like, I haven't even, finished, I haven't even yeah, glazed yeah, that yeah, shit Exactly. Yeah. Just <laughs> literally the product that comes out, like, of the assembly line before it's finished. Um, like, decorated. Ian, you're a run of the mail, brother. Uh, yeah. John is really doing so much tomfoolery today. <laughs> I love it. Are you talking about my man, man Tom? hands down the best joke so far and the next phrase is hands down Ooh. Oh. Mm. I'm, ooh, i get to go last yeah I, i'll go first on this one i think you know in school you raise your hand if you have a question mm. Like, oh, I'm not really sure about that. Oh, I, I kind of actually disagree with that. But it's like someone lays something out and it's like no one can have any questioning. it. It's unquestionable. So it's hands down. Ooh, know. so it's not like heads up, seven up. No, it's like hands down, Dr. Pepper. nothing up. Because, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dazzle. No one can Are you uh, Dr. Dazzle? What? Is that taser oh. sound? Okay. There's a taser sound. I think <laughs> hands down or I'll tell you. I think that George. It, you know how like <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get those sound effects. They're yeah. so funny. Um You know how like in in old timing movies, whenever like a, a group of people in the olden times uh like makes a vote. At the end, they always like bang their fists on the table in like an agreement. Oh, like hands down! It's such a good point that everyone brings their hands down on the table in in like in agreement. I think that that's what it is. Mm. Hands down. for one and one for all. Hurry, hurry. Hip hip, huzzah! Hands down. All right, John's John's <laughs> googling it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Hands down. I, uh, I think hands down was a saying that was used on a farm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to keep going with these farm vibes. Uh, I think hands down. I think was hands a down is the real thing. name of a farmer. <laughs> I think I think his name was hands down, and he was just. No, it, it was a, this is a classroom thing as well. I think hands like down the, was like a nickname. The of teacher, named Tom, who's the teacher, Tom was basically like, like this is the greatest lesson, hands down. <laughs> Use the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> the origin is that one teacher was like a real asshole. Hands down. No one asked questions. <laughs> yeah. This is the greatest lesson. Was like, Yo, this is the move. This is the new phrase. I gotta say, several of those were pretty good guesses. Some of them weren't as much. Um, <laughs> One of them in particular. Yeah. Will not be um, So, hands down <laughs> comes from horse racing. If you're way ahead of everyone else, you relax your grip on the reins and let your hands down. Oh, you win hands down. Oh. You win easily. What the? F 
Yeah. Wow, yeah. fascinating. Right. So I'm going to award absolutely no <laughs> points during that round. This is a tight game. Who do you think Yeah, we're on, a, we're on quite a drought yeah. of points this here. Is, this we are is struggling. a hard one, I feel like. Um, if you can get close... This coming up. I'm just saying this whole game. We need usually mine are kind of easier. I feel like like was it Ian George or John? <laughs> like a famous person. <laughs> <laughs> that one was really <laughs> fun though. That was but fun. it was like this Beatle yeah. <laughs> was famous for singing most of the songs. Alright. Um That wasn't funny anymore. It used to be really funny um, though, but not anymore. Yeah. Just like you. Used to be funny, not anymore. Well, at least I can take solace in the fact that I was funny. That's my silver lining. And speaking of silver linings, whole shebang. Uh, mm. Silver lining is the next. Uh, <laughs> no way. Silver lining. You did not just get that transition perfect. Yo, can we take a second to just give a nice little shout out to Sig and his transitions this game? Yeah, that it's been it. so good. Someone with the sound effects, do a round of applause. <laughs> yeah. You narcissist. Silver lining. My brain goes to, like, address. Silver lining. I think I actually know what it is, so I kind of want to go last. Okay. Uh, I, I'm thinking. I'm just not good at thinking fast. My brain don't work. I feel like I've heard this before. The origin or the phrase? Because <laughs> it, it would be the first. <laughs> this is tough. Silver lining. I think that silver lining came from... Um, Silver lining here. Silver. I'm gonna say the silver lining came from like um like linens and the fancy linens had a silver lining. So it was a sign of wealth. Mmm. Mm. 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 What a guess, John, you dirty dog. I think that silver lining came from the gold rush when everyone was Ooh. looking for gold. Uh, oh and my! Like, they were what they wanted was gold, but you know they found silver. It's all right. It's, that's the silver lining. Ian, that's an insanely oh, awesome guess. My gosh, that's the greatest thing I've ever <laughs> heard. Might as well have. Hey, George, are you being sarcastic? Oh. Um, Wait, Ian, that was crazy, actually. Yeah, you like that shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've heard people say that every rain cloud has its mm. silver lining. So I, Ooh. I mm. think mm. it refers sure. to, it comes from like dark clouds. If there's sun behind them, like the, out, the outline of the cloud is like haloed by the, by the light. So, like, even though you're in under a rain cloud right now, it has not mm. silver lining because there's like some good, a some good thing or some aspect of hope or something. Oh, wow, wow. Mm. That's beautiful. My That's brother beautiful. Georgie, 
Just do it yeah, verbally. The silver lining is the optimistic part of what might otherwise be gloomy. The expression can be traced back directly to a line from Milton about a dark cloud revealing a silver lining George, you get two points for that one. That was Georgie. spot on. Mm, I'm in a full lunge fist bumping. Wow. You guys can't see Very me. Nice. But. <laughs> we describe it, George. Describe it uh, piece by piece. Oh, okay. You yeah. got my right foot all the way back. Okay, my I got left it. foot all the way forward. My back leg is straight. My front leg is bent. It's like a high lunge kind of situation. Nice. And Wait, tell, me, tell, me about, tell me about the angles of your feet. So I'm gonna say <laughs> back leg is a probably like a 45 degree angle. Okay. My, my front, sh my shin bone is at a 90 degree angle to the ground. Okay. This is, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's like kind of like a warrior two position, if you're nice. familiar with yoga. And then I'm yeah. fist bumping, so I'm pulling in and out my fists, going like wow, going kind of downward. Uh, Rod. No, you I'm are doing insane, like, yeah. Georgie. No, I'm doing like a like my arm You're is so whipping fun. around, oh. like windmilling, like okay. Elvis yeah, used yeah. to on stage. Mm. Now I'm taking my shirt off and my pants wow. off. Oh my god! That wind. George, that's for after dark. Shebang. Next one is the whole shebang. Oh, me no understand. <laughs> The whole shebang. Shebang. She bang. She rule. I think that's from a song. She bang. Dang. She... Um, the whole shebang. Like you got the whole shebang you got going on. The whole on. shebang going on. You got the I think that this one's hard. Shebang. Like C H bang. S E S H E E A N G. Shebang. Shebang. I'm gonna say it's like a a move in like jujitsu or something. Like you mm. just got the whole shebang, and that's like a full ten points or something. But there's also like half shebangs. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a pretty good guess, John. Why yeah. do you guys always give me consolation prizes? Because <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> wrong, but. <laughs> Why do I feel like me saying some knowledgeable is a win for the the team? Like I'm about to get an award at the podcast awards. Speaking of, have you guys gotten your invite or is that just me? Uh, I did get my award for the big little <laughs> podcast. Is there, should I be looking for another one? Biggest little podcast. Now I don't understand the joke. Best little podcast award. <laughs> oh, I got I got the joke now. That's funny. Yeah, it was. George and Ian, I think you guys need to answer the uh, question. Fuck the whole shebang. I'm gonna guess that it's a it's like a movie quote. Like 
just like an eccentric character in a movie instead of saying the whole thing was just like said shebang <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess, okay. I'm gonna guess it's from uh uh the what's that like classic american movie like the wind, wind gone, gone, gone with the wind gone with the wind Okay, you know how sometimes like John will say something crazy and we just will never let it go. Yeah, I think that the whole shebang is the first occurrence of someone in a friend group saying something crazy and the rest of the group never letting it go. And I think that it started in the Russian Revolution, and some friend was saying, "Yo, did you hear about the Bolsheviks?" And then the friend who was listening was like, "The whole shebang? What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> I think that's <laughs> so. The earliest. I think Ian should get a point creativity. Well, we'll, we'll after most creative. The earliest boy. uses of shebang were during the Civil War era, referring to a hut, shed, or cluster it. of bushes where you were staying. <laughs> Some officers wrote home about running the shebang, meaning the whole encampment. The origin of the word is obscure, but because it's also applied to a tavern or drinking place, it may go back to the Irish word shebeen, shebeen, for a ramshackle drinking. And they would fight in taverns. So, George, obviously. if you had brought up the racism now, maybe you would have gotten a point. But <laughs> Damn it. George, you've got to time your racism better. How do you think, this, cat- How do you think this category would be in like a... In like a... In like uh, let me get a uh, in like uh, <laughs> no, in a, like a uh, trivia night, like uh, like a trivia night. Remember when we played trivia with bike? <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You didn't answer. Didn't answer the question. How do you think this would go down? Uh, I'll never forget that power pub when we all said the answer <laughs> and bike put in the other answer. <laughs> I thought you were wrong. I, I live right by there now. I live Where's right John by there. Now? No way. There's no way. Johnny, you there? Where'd John go? I'm not here. Oh. I've been talking. I've I've been asking a question. Oh, there's the question around here. I've been <laughs> asked it probably ten times. What do you think? How do you think this would do in like a trivia night? This what's your next? What's the next uh, one? Is, <laughs> you know, George, your question is so good. John simply can't hold a candle to it. Oh, speaking of, that, can't hold a candle is the next one. I don't even. Can you use that saying in real life? Because uh, I don't like even understand your that jokes one. can't hold a candle to mine. Your what does that mean? Can't hold a candle to. Somebody else's it means I'll you're see. not close to their level of skill. What the heck, man? <laughs> Why does none of this make sense, my little bro? Uh, 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 can hold a hand. Can't hold a handle. Like can't a... hold a candle. I can't what hold is a it? candle. I got started saying what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> hand, hand cold a fandle. 
Man. Can't, it's, it's like you can't hold a candle to it. That's what it means now. Like, it's, it's not even close. Yeah, like, not, not close is good. Okay. Mm, let, let me think. Can't hold a candle. I can't hold a candle. Uh, I'm going to say it comes from like the early 1800s when obviously there's no electricity and it was a sign of wealth that you had candles. Oh. Um, yeah. So, like, I'd be like, oh, Sig, you've been in school for three years? Well, you can't hold a candle. That's kind of a good guess. Yeah. You say that yeah, every time. I want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I just like See, who you are. This is, like, really fun. How do you think it would go down in, like, a <laughs> trivia night really situation? That's a really great question, actually. Ah, uh, shit. There is no way. There hey, should, no we go, way. should we do this at, at three? <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm not available then. You can do it now. No, I can't right now, but I can do it at three. Cool. Okay, can't hold a candle to it. I think that like, okay, this this phrase comes from the early world of art forgery, and they would take the original painting, and then if the the forgery was so bad that it would only look like like, it's so bad that if you look at it closely under light, then you immediately know it's a fake. So it has to be seen, like, in a dimly lit room. So you can't hold a candle to it. Otherwise, you'd know it's not as good. Ooh. Oh, wow. Not right, so. Whatever. Good guess. How do you guys think this this would do in, like, a... <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like how uh, some bars have, like, trivia nights? They usually, like... I bet uh, it would be super successful, Ian. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, me either, guys. I definitely did not think good. Um, I'm gonna guess that it's when somebody is like, like shining so bright that they're like out, outshining mm. everyone else, and so, mm. so if you can't hold a candle to them, you can't even. You can't even display any light at all because they're like outshining you with how bright they are at whatever. Shine bright they like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Yeah. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. And say how many points? Um, do I John, get? I'm actually gonna give you one point. Ian no way. One point. Oh, is this a pity point? Uh, because you guys both had some Ooh. moments of the ah. answer in your answers. George, I'm sorry, but you get nothing. George, you're so bad We say someone can't game. hold a candle to someone else when their skill doesn't even come close to being as good. In other words, that person isn't even good enough to hold up a candle so that a talented person can see what they're doing in order to work. Holding a candle to light a workspace would have been a job for an assistant. So mm. it's a way of saying you're not even fit to be the assistant, much less the art. Oh, my. Oh, that makes sense. George, you can't even hold a candle to me and yeah. John's uh, skill. Yeah, yeah true. What's the point, um, thing? So, John, you have one point. Ian has three points. And George has four points. 
Oh, no. I'm going to win this whole <laughs> shebang, hands down. <laughs> you can't even hold a candle to um, me, bro. Oh, you're doing you're doing tomfoolery right now, I swear. <laughs> you are a tomfoolery right now. You're a read of the you're, mill. You're such, such a, a read of the mill. Today. You're a read of the mill. I'm wondering if you guys, how many more you want to keep doing? Yeah, this maybe. is a lot of fun. I have a bunch. I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep going. Yeah. I'm probably good till about okay, cool. seven. Yeah, I could probably go till three. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good for another 10, 15 minutes. George, why aren't you speaking? Cat cut your tongue? Oh, oh okay. uh, next one's actually going to be. My brother, Christ. yes, sir. Oh, my God. Siggy boy is a menace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doing that. Meaning, remain silent. I expected to speak. Say it again. Uh, means you, you say it to someone who remains silent when they are expected to speak. Cat, what is the thing? Cat. Cat got your tongue. And I will tell you, there are two <laughs> explanations for this one. So if you get either mm. one, I'll award you two points. So there in medieval Europe, there was this like um, outcast fringe religious sect that worshipped cats, and they would display this worship by licking the cats. And so they would like wander from village to village, like finding cats to lick. And sometimes the cats would would fight back and and uh you know like scratch them scratch their tongues etc and so these people were all silent they never spoke and so it led to the miss the incorrect belief that these people actually all had mutilated tongues from the cats attacking them which isn't true they just chose to remain silent as a religious mm. uh Observance. Wow. Mm. i'm gonna go along similar lines it does have to do with religion, but this uh, phrase came from when people were on trial. Uh, this society that, that worshipped cats was like, "Oh, he's not speaking because he's being divinely mm. prevented from mm. from telling lies." Mm. So a cat, the cat has his tongue. We we mm. can no longer pursue him because he's been blessed. All right, I'm gonna go with that this is actually something that came from a dog. <laughs> Can you let me talk? That um, when dogs are all sitting around talking about no, but cats. when so dogs, <laughs> so the dog will basically uh, listen to the cat, or a dogs will be talking, and one dog will say to the other, "Oh, the the cat's got your tongue." So it's something that humans learned of from the dogs. From listening to dogs. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You guys see it okay. too? Is that just me? Or maybe it's that's... because dogs are the only ones that talk. Oh, you get two oh you get two guesses. That's how we're playing now? Then no. My bad. Well, I'm I'm just adding on to your guess. I because I, I thought it was so good that I like just wanted to engage with it, you know, intellectually. You want to get engaged with me? I do. 
intellectually. Intellectual intercourse. Ooh. And I'm going to give you one. Yeah, figured. John, no I'm going to take off because it was just so bad. So there are two stories on how this story came into being. The first one is it could have been come from a whip called Cat O' Nine Tails that was used by English Navy for flogging and often left the victims speechless. The second one came from ancient Ooh. Egypt, where liars' tongues were cut out as a punishment and fed to the cats. So that's why I gave you uh, one. Oh! Uh, uh, so you were trying to uh, no, give me one, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. So, despite me taking point away from you, John, I hope we can put this all behind us and just bury the hatchet. Ah, uh, right. here we go. Well, we this guy, this is this the last good. one, or are we doing one more? Because uh, I need to know because. Why well, I'm gonna this is the last, last one. one. Okay, so and if there needs to be a runoff, you two can do a runoff. So I'll go. I'll yeah, go first. Because right now we're tied, Georgie. I'll go first. What, what is it again? End a quarrel or conflict and become friendly. Okay. Uh... I'm going to say this comes from, like, it was, like, a Native American saying that they would say their fellow tribes. To the, or, to the dogs? It, it, was a sign of, it was a sign of peace between two tribes if they did not uh, get along and they made peace scenes with a fellow or another tribe, then basically they would bury the hatchet. Was I spot on? Pretty much. I'm. I'm gonna actually guess basically the exact same thing that John said because I was thinking that before. No, he went, no but but just to make it more specific, so it's like a. So it's I don't know, not just saying what John said. It's like uh, original co colonial times. Like it was the people's misunderstanding of like some practice of the Native Americans. Like the mm. settlers thought they buried the hatchet between them, but really they were like smoking the peace mm. pipe or something. That's what I'm gonna say. So it's like a mis misappropriated uh, idea. Indians, is that correct? You're bringing back the racism. Uh, they're called Native Americans. They're called Native Americans. Here we go again, Georgie. George is so racist. But ultimately, it all comes back to the Irish because they would never settle their feuds because they would just keep <laughs> fighting with the barbarians. Oh my god. So true. So yeah, true. Yeah, anything? Yeah, so uh, I also think that John, unfortunately, <laughs> is pretty spot on here. No way! Um, I get more points because I brought but it first, by the way. What, what I'm going to do instead of be a fucking sheep like uh like georgie boy is i'm gonna not copy his answer what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna say that this came from one of the first murder trials in america and the guy thought that he would not be caught because he buried the hatchet mm. in his backyard Ooh. so he he thought the conflict would be over oh so more of a crime Oh. Yeah, but in reality, you know, he 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 did it. 
but he thought that he would be fine. Well, here's nice. how it's going to break down. Nice. I'm going to give John two points. George one oh, point. Nice. Ian zero points. Oh. No. So, Barry the Hatchet comes from negotiations between Puritans, so that's kind of George's thing, and Native Americans, uh, when they would bury all of their weapons, making them inaccessible during their negotiations. So, I'm giving because it's pretty much mm. to people, the Native Americans, and basically another tribe, the Puritans. So, pretty spot on with, with that. Yeah. I'm so proud of myself. So I ended with three. Two. You had a minus one. <laughs> no, I didn't have Ian had four, and George had five. Oh, one yeah, more. I we want fucking, one more. One I more. Yes. My fucking bit. We can do one, one more. more. I, yeah, I want to keep going. Let's do fun. one more. I'm in for one oh, more. Yeah, I'll, wanna... I'll do one more. Let's do let's right. do next question wins. No, no, one more, one more, last one. Yeah, next question wins. <laughs> we'll go no, with the classic first, brother. Right, right handed. Okay, we're gonna text you. Yeah. Why don't we text you this one? <laughs> when you read okay. an advertisement, you read an advertisement. Yeah, yeah. You do this... the ad read real quick. Yeah. Okay. We'll text you. Exclusive license to Microsoft Office. For, get an exclusive lifetime license to Microsoft Office for fifty dollars. This is a super on-sale lifetime license to the one and only Microsoft Professional Suite. This includes Office for both Windows or Mac, depending on what your preference is. This is an exclusive deal and can be found on Stack Social. Whether you're on Mac or Windows, this deal isn't one to miss. Again, that is an exclusive lifetime license to Microsoft Office for $50 using our code LAWNBOYS. That's L-A-W-N-B-O-I-Z. No spaces, no uppercases, all lowercase. So go to stacksocial.com backslash LAWNBOYS, L-A-W-N-B-O-I-Z, to get your copy. That and was so good. And we're back. I have collected all the answers. <clears throat> okay. This is just like one of those uh, bar trivia things, which some of these would be, this hey, kind of game would be sure, really good at. So I'll read John's first since he's not really in the running. Oh, two points out. A tie for the lead. Uh, the lead well, whatever. Five. Yeah, you're, you do. You're three points. Can't get three. Yeah. No, I'm at um, three. So caught red-handed. When people would get caught graffitiing their hands, would be red from the paint. Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. Thank you, guys. I'm smarter here. Caught red-handed. This is Ian. Sorry. Caught red-handed comes from when people would steal chickens from people's farms, and the rednecks or red fucking dangly thing would be Ooh. sticking out. Hands. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm talking about. Gizzards. I I Ooh, I like that. Yeah, the gizzards. That's it. The gizzards. Finally, the giz. Um, George with another. I was like a radio D- a DJ. 
Welcome back to Mornings with the Gears. Another little racist take here. Caught red-handed comes from racial stereotypes <laughs> about Native Americans <laughs> being thieves. Christ. A lot of shit's coming out about George and his, uh, his beliefs um, today. So, <laughs> well, there's, everyone speaks English. a single point this round, and that is to Ian. Oh. Wow. So, caught red-handed comes from an old law stating that if someone butchered an animal that didn't belong to him, he would only be punished if he was caught with blood on his hands. If one was caught with the meat but his hands were clean, he would not be punished. I didn't so think, I think about the blood. stealing of the animal that isn't yours is uh, enough to grant one point. Nice. Wow. That was really... So we have to do one tied. more. Good, Ian. It's up to you. Okay. Yeah, okay. let's see one more. Yeah, yeah do it. And we'll tag some to you. Um, let's think of a good one. Wait, you didn't oh, have no, a list? I'm just looking at my list up? to think of a good one. Because I want to do that one because it's like a oh. very common one. Um, let's go with... Igwig. Igwig, meaning an important what? person. Especially in a particular sphere. Igwig. A big wig? Oh. Big, wig, big wig. Said Big Sig to Little John. B. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> Little John. <laughs> Little man. <laughs> All right. I'm sending it. Boom, sent. Answer, correct. Two points, lead, <laughs> established. I believe John I'm Tom Foolery. All right, sent. I'm pretty sure my answer was not uh, how something official would be written. Sig, you have to give a point to one of these two on this I one. I have to give two way. points, you said? No, you have to give one I to one of them. Well, I feel like otherwise it's going to be tied still. Is he in sentence? All right, we'll start with John. Yeah, just sign mine. Bigwig, saying in the colonial days as a status symbol, people in lower classes would refer to higher class as bigwig. Hmm. <laughs> Once again, you're a beast. Oh. Ian oh, says. That's pretty good. Bigwig comes from the late 1700s and early 1800s when government and military officials would wear wigs. The higher station equals the larger and more complex the wig. Oh, that's And George comparatively said Did you get my gift? comes from. In oh. Wait, wait, wait. Did. It was Did you get my uh, gift? Did you get the my governor gift? from. Um, to the Caribbean, who actually does the Caribbean. hair. And that <laughs> wig. Um, no, it's not as real. Or is it real hair? It. Um, big wig comes from big England, big. where court officials have to wear wigs like fucking fools, says George. <laughs> oh. <laughs> have you guys seen that? You know, in England, they actually wear That's wigs. Still? Still? The, uh, yeah, like today, like the, in the uh, modern uh, day. Stuff, yeah. They look so, so stupid. They do look really stupid. Fucking England. England sucks. 
Oh god, they still have they a king and queen. Do you guys know that too? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, they just have a king. Not for long. Not after I'm here with them. first. Let it be known here first. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, you're definitely. Back in the 18th century, the most important political figures would wear the biggest wigs. Hence, today, influential people are called big wigs. So oh, I have to no. award one point to John, no. one point to Ian. No, I'm oh, sorry, one point it... to George and two to Ian. He was pretty much spot on. No, let's go. I big wig, hands down. I Honestly, hands down, George being caught red-handed, handed to one thing. The yin shang. Yeah, my shebang is too big of a wig. Run-of-the-mill answers or tomfoolery. Wow, that was a really fun thing. You're in peace once again. Yeah, that was good. Kobe, yeah. Top top. Dab, 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 dab,